I think what's so interesting about imposter syndrome is that not only has it transpired with my professional life, but also my personal life. And I think what I'm realizing is that this imposter syndrome is actually deep-rooted. When I'm 25, I'm very young, and I have a lot of life, a lot of life ahead of me. What I often don't do is sit back and take a step back and just embrace where I am. You know, all of us do that, right? I think everyone naturally is just always going propelling forward. But what I tend to not do is hold myself to this level of accountability that often a 25-year-old would not be held accountable to. You see, when you're raised in an environment where the only person you really have is yourself, there's no time to sit and be, you know? There's no time to actually just exist. There's no time to like, I don't know, be a 14-year-old because at 14, you know, you're going through therapy. You've gotten kicked out of your house. Um, you're staying at a parental, a guardian's house that you don't like. At 14, you are forced to stay in this room that was once called your bedroom, but has been stripped of all of the things that you once loved in it, you know? At 14, you're going to high school, and while simultaneously going through all this at home, and at 14, you have sex for the first time. Well, it's actually 13, turning 14. You have sex for the first time, and for the first time ever, you feel wanted. You feel wanted in the sense of, like, somebody wants to be with me. Somebody wants to love me. Somebody loves me for who I am, not realizing that people really just love me because of what I gave them. It was conditional. Everything in my life was conditional. And at 14, you know, um, at 14 is when I go to high school. And at 14 is when I start making friends, right? At 14, you're in high school, and you're having fun, like you're, you know, you're doing the damn thing. But also at 14, that's when you start partying. At 14, that's when you start realizing the effects of alcohol. And you start realizing, wow, I don't have to feel a fucking thing when I drink this stuff. I don't have to deal with any of my problems when I'm drunk. At 14, you become a little bit of an alcoholic. <laughs> Fort fucking need. Also, at 14, you realize, wow, I really kind of like this whole hair thing. This is kind of cool. And at 14, you go into a high school that offers that. And you are immediately shut down and told, hair's not a real job. Don't do that. That's dumb. Hairdressers don't make money. Hairdressers are stupid. Don't do that. So naturally, at 14, when you deal with all these things, guess what? You're an adult. You no longer get to be 14. You want to act like you're 25? Then be 25. So therefore, I did. It's, you know, it's survival mode. It's sink or swim. It's, I mean, you, you got yourself, you got no one.
Then, oh, it gets better. You go to 16, right? 16, you get a license. Like, that's when, like, you know, you start, like, progressing your life. 16, you get a license, and you're like, I gotta get a job. I gotta do all these things. But also, at 16, you're gonna move out. You're gonna move out, and you're gonna bang around. And you're also gonna still have to go to school, because you need to get a diploma. You also still need to be in school, because you need to get your cosmetology license, because that's the only way that you're paying your bills. And also, at 16... You find every way possible to not be in the state of Delaware. So you start traveling by yourself in this very unreliable vehicle that you purchased. And, but you do it, you know. At, at 16, you know, that's when you really start becoming an adult because you're on your own. Granted, you do live in a parental's house, but they're not there. It's just a house. There's nothing else. It's just, it's just me. So you pay for your food, you pay for your gas, you pay for everything, which is totally fine. But at 16, that's what you're doing. At 16, you're already finding ways to get away from it all. At 16, that's when you're, you know, trying to get your career started. It's when you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are. You're trying to move on with your life. But there's just these, all these, all these things because people are like, oh, you're just 16, So while you're trying to live like an adult, there's a lot of people that are like, well, you're just 16. You can't work here. You can't have a job here. You got to do this. You got to do that. But you're just trying to make it. But at 16, during 17, you start working two jobs. And then from 17 to 18, you start working three. And you start just busting your ass. Because you've got to do it, man. I mean, no one else is going to do it. So at, at 18... You know, that's a very monumentous part of your life. And you're, you're like, fuck yeah, man, I'm an adult. Fuck this shit, you know? And you get your first apartment. You get your first apartment because you have enough money to where you can pay for one, which is so exciting. But also at 17, the year prior, right before you're kind of embarking this journey of being 18, you're being told you better go to college or else we're going to be disappointed in you. But also you have to pay for it. So I'm like, okay. All right, I'll go to college. I'll pay for it. I got this shit, right? So you're in college. You turn 18. You're, you know, you're doing the damn thing. Well, it turns out college is really fucking expensive and you got to pay for it by yourself. So you have to drop out because it's either pay your rent or pay for this fucking degree that you don't want. So I had a choice. I had a choice whether to choose. Do I pay to sustain my life or do I pay to better myself? Quote unquote. So I dropped out, like I said. I've let go, let live, tattooed on my shoulders because I knew that I would be such a disappointment to my family. And I didn't give a shit because it's not like they were fucking helping me. So at 18, I'm on my own, completely paying my life, paying my way through life. And at 18, you know, I've, I've taken on a lot of, I don't want to say expenses, but I've taken on a lot of things at this point. Like I have a, I have a vehicle that I, I purchased, um that I was pay- making payments on and I had an apartment and I had, you know, fucking uh, college loans and shit like that at 18, not at fucking 30, not at 25, at 18. So the point of all of this is what I've realized is that not only does this imposter syndrome come from this place of, you know, my career, like, am I good enough? Am I, am I, am I worthy of this? Like, is this actually who I am? You know? Is this, am I being authentic? Like, is this whatever? It also comes from like this deep rooted thing that 
for my entire life, it's like, okay, well, you're 14. It doesn't matter. You're going to have sex and you're going to drink and you're going to do all these things. And at 16, you know, you're going to move out and you're going to be on your own and try to make your way through life. And at 18, you're really going to be on your own. But you also have to pay thousands of dollars and all these things because everyone's telling you to. Because I didn't know that you had a choice. I didn't know that you had a choice to whether it be 18 or to be fucking 25 or to be 30, to be anything that I wanted to be. I had no idea because no one told me. Everyone just said, do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And that. someone who was so emotionally unaware and emotionally, mentally not even aware, what else was I supposed to do? So here I am now at 25 and about to be 26 and I'm in therapy and I'm realizing, holy fuck, who, like, I'm 25. I'm 25. I've, I've moved across the country by myself. I have owned a salon for the past six years and I just recently sold it. I'm divorced. I just got out of a really unhealthy marriage. Um, I'm building this hopefully six figure, two six figure companies, you know, and I'm doing all these things, but I'm 25. And for some reason, I just don't, I don't feel successful. I don't feel like I should. I feel like I'm wasting time. I feel like I'm a waste of space. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel like I'm not as far in life as I should be. Because at 25, I find it more fun to stay at home and do nothing and edit and be present on social media and build this business and be successful. Because who has time to be 25? I don't have time to be 25. I have time to be successful. I have time to do all these things because... That's what I've been doing my whole life. So right now I have time to stay at home and clean my apartment and edit and film and do all these things. I don't have time to have friends. I don't have time to go out. I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to paint, get a pedicure and get a manicure. I don't, have, I don't have time to do things for Lisa because you don't do that at 25. At 25, you need to be doing all these things for your business, for your success, to set yourself up for success, right? Because who has fucking time to be 25? All because that little girl at 13 turning 14 said, who has time to be 13? Who has time to actually enjoy childhood? Who has time to make those mistakes and have someone to hold their hand to help them understand the way way of life ahead of them? Who has time for that? I know I didn't. So at 25, I find myself beating myself up because I just want to go out and have brunch with my friends. And I, I don't really have friends, to be honest with you. But the friends that I do have, they're coworkers. And while I hate that honestly I really do I don't have time to make friends so I find myself struggling to go out on the weekends with people that I consider my coworkers because I don't want to cross that boundary right I don't want to I don't want to do that because that's just unprofessional and as, as someone who's 25 you don't do that right someone who's in the position that I'm in you don't do that but also as someone who's 25 I'm still a human and I often forget that and that it's just lonely being alone all the time You've been alone your whole fucking life. So for the first time ever, you have a choice. Do you want to be lonely or do you want to have friends? But I don't know how to do that. So now I find myself beating myself up because I just want to go out with people to have brunch, to be a normal 25-year-old. But it's conflicting because, like I said, the individuals who, who it's with. But it's, it's this fucking revolving door of guilt. And it's dumb. And I hate it. And I'm trying... To be kind to myself because, yes, Lisa, you are 25. You're not 50 with three kids, Lise. <laughs> You're 25. 
you're young. You're supposed to be out doing these things. You're supposed to be having fun. You're supposed to be creating connections with people, making friends and lifelong friendships and all of these things. It's okay. But also no one tells you it your mid-20s that making friends in your mid-20s later 20s is fucking difficult because you have real realizations like this you have revelations of these like moments of why am i doing this to myself and ultimately the only person you can be mad at is yourself because i mean no one else put a gun to your head and said do this you did it yourself so that internal battle of imposter syndrome is real and it's not just career related it's also it's stemming from this point in my life where it's more than just that it stems from when I was a child. Unfortunately, I've been in therapy for the last couple of months, and I think that this is where this is coming from. But now I'm in a position where, like, how do you recoup lost time, right? Like, how do you, how do you get back all the time that you you lost? You just try to forgive yourself for not doing all those things, and forgiveness is the hardest thing of, of grieving and the hardest thing of acceptance and the hardest thing of just like moving forward that I've learned. And it's fuck, man. It's difficult. It's difficult to be kind to myself because yeah, I mean, I live my life in this constant state of mind of survival mode, right? I got to do what's best for me. I got to, you know, I can't just do what a normal, you know, 13 year old does or a 16 year old does whatever. Cause I'm surviving and I'm finally in a position more in my life where I don't just have to survive. It can actually be who it is that I want to be. If I want to be 25, I can be 25. But how do you do that? How do you undo your entire life of thinking, oh, I can't act like that? And what sucks even fucking more is with that mentality, it often is portrayed as being cocky. It's portrayed as being arrogant. Oh, they think they're better than me. No, (laughs) I promise you, I envy the fuck out of you that you can go out on a weekend and go have fun with your friends and then come back home and, you know, be a functioning human of society. I, I envy you. I envy you that you can go out on a Wednesday night for drinks with friends. I envy you because you have the discipline to say no to a work function and go get a pedicure with your buddy. I envy you because you have friends to call to go to the grocery store together. I fucking envy you. I'm not arrogant. I'm not airheaded. I'm not blowing smoke up my ass. I fucking envy you. But when you are raised to do shit for yourself, by yourself, and fuck everybody else, yeah, that's going to come off as arrogant. Because I don't trust, I don't like, and it's a me thing. It has nothing to do with anybody else. But what's kind of funny is I used to pride myself on doing things alone. And that's an independent thing. That's the thing that people do when they are you know, healing from independence and stuff like that. I used to pride myself on that stuff. I used to be so proud of myself that I, oh, I did it on my own. I did it by myself. Like I pride myself on the fact that I moved to California by myself. I didn't move here with my ex-husband. He didn't help me. He actually stole from me, but I did it on my own. And I've held on to that. Like, fuck yeah, Lisa, like you did this shit yourself. Like, so what, Lisa? Be proud of yourself for just a little bit. Not too long though. And move forward because look, you're still alone. Regardless if you did it on your own, you're still alone. And how lonely is that? And see, to be honest with you, I think I've walked into the correct career field because with being an entrepreneur, you do. You do everything alone, right? You do it like you are in complete control of everything. And I think that's why I've succeeded so well at it because, you know, when you're trained 
uh, your whole life to do everything on your own, it's kind of like, oh, this is perfect. You know, like this is, this is something that I control. I have complete control of it at all times. I'm the only reason why it's in the position that it's in. And there's a lot of beauty in that. But there's also a lot of loneliness in that. So I hope whoever listens to this, that they resonate in the sense of, I love that you are congratulating yourself that you, you did all this by yourself. Let's stop. That always falls short. And it gets old. Because when you die, all you're going to say is, I did that alone. And what kind of life is that worth living? Be proud of where you are. Be proud of what you've created. Be proud of who you are as an individual. But don't let that be a deciding factor on who you are for the rest of your life. If you choose to be alone, if you choose to live this life, by all means, go after it. I don't. I don't want to do that anymore. It's exhausting to be alone all the time. It's exhausting to alienate yourself. It's exhausting to just be alone. It is. It really is. And it's just lonely and it's tiring and it's boring. Honestly, I hate it. Imposter syndrome is real. And I'll be damned if it's not a bitch. (laughs) Um, But just be kind to yourself. I'm still learning how to do that. And I'm also still trying to reroute a lot of my thoughts because it's hard. It's hard to think and to be kind to yourself because right now I'm even, I'm getting ready. I'm, <laughs> I've been filming this episode while I've been getting ready because I didn't want to forget all my thoughts. But I've been getting ready and I'm glad that I filmed this while I was getting ready because I feel guilty. I feel guilty that I'm taking the time to myself to go out, to have fun with my friends and to go have brunch and to do all these things, I feel guilty, I feel bad. I feel bad about leaving my dog here. I feel bad about, you know, a number of things when I have to remember I'm 25. I'm not in this position that I think that I'm in and I've gotta be kind to myself, I've gotta be fair because I always say I don't wanna die of people just knowing me as that hairdresser. I wanna die being known as Lisa. The girl who lived life, the girl who had, you know, she did everything she could for herself. Because that's what I preach about. So why don't I fucking practice what I preach? It's an internal battle that I've had my whole life. And uh, I'm excited to have shared this with you guys. So be kind to yourself if you feel this way. Because I fucking hear you. And just remember that we are all human. And that we all struggle. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be okay. And you know what? It's okay to be vulnerable. It's actually really beautiful to be vulnerable. Human connections are created by human vulnerability. And we often forget that. Why is that? I have no idea. But we do. We often forget. <laughs> the way that you met your boyfriend and the way that you guys are so madly in love is because you guys are vulnerable with each other. The way that you became such best friends with your homie is because y'all were vulnerable with each other. It's the same fucking thing. In order for you to meet new people and in order for you to kind of move past things, you have to be vulnerable. And that's a choice that you get to make. No one is putting a gun to your head saying, be vulnerable. That is entirely up to you. So if you're not ready, you're not ready. But please don't stay in that state of mind. It gets old, it gets lonely. And you'll get into a position when you're 25 and you have no friends. 
and you live alone in a new state where you don't know anyone. And going out causes you anxiety because I feel like I'm not doing anything for myself. And then when I do go out, I feel so much better, right? But still, with that, I still have an immense amount of guilt that follows that. And I'm just rambling at this point, but anyways, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for another episode of The Fuck You Mentality. I'll see you guys soon.